Hey hustlers, welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey hustlers, welcome to episode number 42 of the Hustle Show. Thank you so very much for tuning in on today's episode as we have another amazing and crazy story that we are sharing with you today. Um, you know, remember the Hustle Show is where we have real no filter conversation with successful entrepreneurs about the harsh reality of being an entrepreneur, the nitty gritty stuff that nobody talks about on social media and that they're overselling it to us. That's where we, we bust the myth of overnight success here. So before we begin our journey today, I just want to say that if you're new to The Hustle Show, whether you're listening to this in our podcast audio experience, you hit that subscribe button right now. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, just hit the subscribe button, become a part of and a member of this amazing community that we're building. And it would really, really mean the world to me if you do so. So I hope you do, you know, just hit the subscribe button right now before we begin with this amazing story. This episode is going to be actually pretty interesting because it's a it's a young fellow. It's a good uh, friend of mine that I've met on social media as well, like many of other guests that we've had. Such an amazing experience of meeting so many people online, especially on Facebook. So on today's episode, we have Napoleon Byers joining us from NapoleonByers.com. He's a successful e-commerce entrepreneur and a business consultant doing so many great things out there. So I'm super excited to have you here, Napoleon. Welcome. Thanks for having me, my man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, uh, just for you to know, you're listening right now. We've we've actually scheduled this interview like four or five times. And either one of us, something came up last minute and we had to reschedule and reschedule and reschedule. So thank you so very much for for making the time today and talking to us this this Saturday morning. I mean, it's not going live on a Saturday, but we're recording this on a Saturday just to show people that the hustle is in the weekends too. It is, and that's what I was just talking about on my, my, my Instagram, because not only with this show right here, I have some uh, videos I need to do for some clients today, and then I have like internal customer service stuff I have to deal with on the e-commerce side, which is growing a multi-million dollar business. It's not stuff that I want to do, but it's stuff that has to, the, the ugly stuff that people don't talk about on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram is like, what's happening today? I love it, man. Let's <laughs> talk about it. But, you know, before we do, guide us a little bit about your story. Where do you come from? I mean, how did you even get involved in e-commerce? Tell us that, that nitty gritty part. Well, well, here, well, here's the thing, and my story is pretty interesting. But for first and foremost, um, I'm from Georgia. I'm from a little tiny town called Cleveland, Georgia, and um, I've always been an entrepreneur. And I think it's something that people, honestly, a lot of people think you can teach it. I think it's either you have it or you don't. You know what I mean? And um, growing up, I never saw the nine to five work life. Okay, so I guess I wasn't one. I wasn't conditioned like that, and it's my parents' fault. Uh, they were they were both entrepreneurs. So um, uh, my dad, before I was born, he had um, he invested in hotels. He did stuff with hotels. Him and my mom had a laundromat. 
after I was born, they had their own trucking company. They had a printing company. So I never was in the mold of, you see your parents get up at eight o'clock in the morning, they take you to school, you're out the house, they're out the house at nine, they come back home at five. I never saw that in my 33 years of being on this earth. So I, 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 I just, I guess I wasn't conditioned like other people that were around me. You see what I mean? Right. So I'm growing up, I was always... I always had a hustle about myself. It was always something. When I was in school, it was the um, the bubble gum and all that. And then it got to a certain point in time. Like when I got to middle school, we had vending machines in middle school. And I used to unplug the vending machines and I ended up buying the locker on top below mine of somebody else that was in my class. And I used to stuff it with the, with the same stuff that was in the vending machines. And I used to leave class five minutes before I break and unplug them. And sometimes they would put a sign on there and I would start selling the same stuff out of my, <laughs> out of my locker. I love it, man. <laughs> I, I, I always had, um, always had hustle. And then I just look for different ways to make money. Um, I stayed um, growing up. I stayed beside this place called Babyland General. Um, it's famous for the Cabbage Patch Kids and stuff like that. And when they used to have events, our house was right beside it. And people used to park like on the side of the grass and there was nowhere to park. So I started, me and my brother, we would rent out parking spaces on <laughs> like a Saturday. So it was always something. And then as I got older, um, like I said, it was always different ways, just looking at different avenues to, to make money. Um, and that's what fascinated me. I was super into sports when I was in school. Uh, but like outside of the school, it was like, what's the next hustle? And I was always putting my friends and everything on stuff. And then when I really, really knew I had the knack for something, it was when I was around 15 or 16 years old. And I started my first, what I call my really first thousand dollar business. You know what I mean? And pretty much what it was, it was a shoe company. I worked at a, um, I worked, I got a job at a mall and I, I, I saw what, what everybody was buying inside the mall. And they put me with shipping and receiving and getting inventory. So I won't go into the details, but I was actually able to get bulk and mass amounts of some of the dopest shoes everybody was wearing like all the time. And the um, I was in school at the time, so I wouldn't set kids my age, 15, 16, they really didn't have the money that I was trying to make thousands and thousands of dollars. So the next best thing, and the people that I was connected to and I knew I could get money from like that and that had cash on hand were drug dealers um, and dope boys. So that was my target market. I always knew how to find a target market, find a product and be able, being able to bridge the gap on it. So um, I used to work on the weekend. Sunday I used to get my shoes. Never sold anything at school. Thursday, I used to go out to the block to different cities and I used to sling shoes out of the truck of my car. Now I'm 15, 16 years old with three, five thousand dollars um making three to five thousand dollars a week now i'm like making more than my teachers that i'm going to school <laughs> right yeah so um that last that lasted that lasted a few months uh that lasted a few months and then the one time i said okay let me try to let me try to sell these shoes at school somebody told on me and that was the end of my shoe business <laughs> <laughs> that was it that was the end of my shoe business but um i guess when really things really really took a turn is where I'm from, um, most, of, most of the kids, most of the people growing up that, that, that look like me, you don't see too many people make it out of that area. You're either stuck in that area working a minimum wage job or you're in prison. 
You see what I mean? Right. Uh, like out of my closest 10 best friends, two are dead, six or seven are in prison. One maybe just came home from doing 10 or 12 years. So it's like, it's like a cycle there. And I didn't want to fall into that cycle. And I saw myself falling into that cycle. It was about 11, my 12th grade year, because I knew my only ticket out of where I was from was getting some type of scholarship. And I, I was in the football and I was like, okay, so as long as I know I can get a D2, I wouldn't even, great if I go D1, but if I knew I could get a D2 scholarship, I would never come back. I wouldn't fall into that cycle. And um, my 12th grade year, my principal called me, out of, uh, called me out of class and told me I was ineligible to play football. And since sixth grade, I've been playing for the school. So um, that, was just a, that was just a shocker. And I, I didn't have anything else, you see what I mean? And it was even, it, it got to the point when I was in 12th grade, I failed a class my first semester and now I wasn't gonna graduate high school. So I ended up going to day school and night school and it was pretty much just to make my mom happy because I knew that's what she wanted at bare minimum for me to graduate high school. But at the same time, I knew coming out of 12th grade that there was no me going to college. So um, I saw myself getting stuck in that cycle. And at the end of the day, I had a chip on my shoulder. When that happened, I had a big ass chip on my shoulder. And I said, I'm gonna be the biggest drug dealer out of this city and I'm not gonna get caught. Just one, because I know I knew I could do it. And it would just make a lot of people mad if I didn't get caught and I'm just gonna do me. And that's, I just knew business and I could just make it happen. And that's exactly what I did. Wow, such a fascinating yeah. story. So yeah. <laughs> how, how, how did that transition I mean, you know, long story short, how did that transition into starting getting more into e-commerce? Like, how did that happen? Well, well, well. here's the thing. I always, I always knew business. Um, and just in this brief time telling you my story, I always knew business. And what I was around, I was, I was around two different sets of entrepreneurs. I was around my parents who had a trucking company and printing company. And then I was, um, all my friends and my friends' cousins, they were drug dealers. Okay, so I was at the forefront of two different types of entrepreneurs. But when I was looking at the drug game, I saw everything that they were doing wrong. And I figured like I could bridge the gaps on it. And instead of focusing on it, and I've never considered myself a drug dealer because at the end of the day, I treated it like a business. You see what I mean? And my biggest thing and how I leveraged and was able to build a business that way is the same thing I did with e-commerce. I use the same principles. I use the same skill sets. I just changed the product. You see what I mean? Right. And my business, when I was in the narcotics game, is built off of relationships and logistics and being able to build, grow, and scale a business and not put myself in the forefront of everything where I knew there's a, a, a time that I could get caught, and I did. Um but at the end of the day, it was just having business skills, having business sense, and um, just just, have, just having an eye for it. And the reason I was able to leverage it in e-commerce was, like I said, I was just using the same skills, just refining them over the years and just switch the product. So um, I guess the big eye opener for me was, is I was arrested in 2008. I was arrested twice. Um, I was involved in a high-speed chase with the, with, the, with the police in May of 2008. And three months later, I was involved in a drug trafficking case, a huge um, drug indictment, drug trafficking, weapons charges. And it was two cases back-to-back. -back. I was looking at going to prison. Um, if I would have got convicted of those charges, I would not have been out of prison until last year, 2017. We're talking about 2008, 9, and 10 when this is going on. Right. I mean? 
So, I mean, it was just a big eye opener. And when that happened, I could tell I was going right back into that cycle and I needed and I knew then I needed to make a change. So um, I ended up getting sentenced to a 10 year sentence to serve three years. Um, I ended up getting transferred to a prison work camp. I did about a year, got out in a year. Then I started going to court for my drug trafficking and distributions and weapons charges. Um, and through the, and I was preparing myself mentally to go back to go to prison for at least five to seven years um, without a doubt. So just being out on the street and mentally having to prepare, to prepare for something like that, a lot of people don't understand the, how, how your mind works and just having to, uh, coming out of being in jail, knowing you may go back for at least seven more years. You see what I'm saying? Right, so, right. A lot of people can deal with it. And uh, through the grace of God, I took that, um, took it to court and I was acquitted of all charges. Wow. And I, I looked at that as my get out of jail free card. And once that acquittal came down, I left the streets and I never looked back. So um, I started figuring out different things. I was a convicted felon. So I tried to do the job thing. I've never had a job more than six months in my life. And everybody was telling me the same thing. You can get a job between 10 and $13 an hour. But as far as making, getting in corporate America or something like that, that wasn't going to happen because I'm a felon with um, drug charges. (laughs) So I just needed to figure figure out something else. And um, there was one point I had looked at going back to the streets and it was in um, May of 2013. I went to go get a job at a car dealership because I was like, hey, if I can get paid commission, I can really much write my own ticket. I'm always looking to see how I can make dictate my own income instead of somebody else dictating, dictating it for me. And um, I went through the whole thing. I was one of the top five people in the program, in the sales program. And the sales guy pulled, the CEO pulled me, the owner of the, it was a big dealership here in Atlanta. He pulled me to the side and said, hey, I just want to let you know we would love to hire you, but we can't just because corporate sales, we can't have felons. But he was like, I have a ton of other places. I can get you a job tomorrow. It was on a Friday and it was, he said, I have you working Saturday at another car place. And I turned it down. I said, no. And I called my dad Friday and this was May of 2013. I called my dad Friday. I said, I'm going back to the streets. I know I can get a hundred pounds of weed on credit, just like that, or kilos of cocaine, just like that. And he said, no, don't do that. Just think about it. Don't talk to nobody. Um, throughout the weekend, I watch YouTube videos, um, make money online, internet marketing and all that. And I've been following this one guy and I was learning about mentorship and mindset and all that. And I ended up, I had two cars. I had a Camaro and I had a truck. I ended up selling my Camaro that Monday. I told my dad I want to make this internet marketing thing happen. I sold my Camaro and I um, ended up getting rid of my truck too. And I ended up, I had a friend that worked at a car dealership. He let me lease a car for a month. So I didn't have my car. I put all that money I made into this mentoring program. And pretty much he taught me how to make, I made my first $350 on the internet in May of 2013. 11 months later, I made $11,000. Now I have a multi-million dollar internet marketing consulting e-commerce company. Wow. So you're definitely the example of the overnight success, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. what people think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what everybody thinks. That's what people think. And that's what I was actually telling somebody. And the, the way I explained it, if you if if you've never heard of the Chinese bamboo tree, you really people need to Google it. And what it is, my story is pretty much like the Chinese bamboo tree. A lot of people think I built this multi-million dollar business in one year, 
But the thing is, I've been doing business, specifically making money online since 2013, but I've always known business. You see what I mean? Right. But it really me just reading books and learning, just learning and mastering a specific, specific skill set way back then. But I kept watering the seed. And the story with the Chinese bamboo tree is if you took it, once you put that seed in the ground, you need to water it every day for five years. On the fifth year, it breaks through the ground and it grows 90 feet tall. But at any time that you plant that seed over that five years, you stop watering it, it's going to die in the ground. Now, does that bamboo tree grow 90 feet in 90 days or does it grow 90 feet in five years? You see right, what I'm saying? Right. It grows 90 feet in five years and it's the same thing with my, my business. It grew 90 feet over the course of four, five, six years. It didn't grow 90 feet in 12 months. You see what I mean? Right. And that's what a lot of people don't see because they see the Instagram and Facebook. I made this. They see the watches and all that shit. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a lot of ugly stuff on the other side and a lot of failures. People only remember your successes. Right. They don't remember many of your failures. And that's what you have to learn to do. Fail fast, fail hard, fail quick, and get back up and just learn from it and implement better strategies and tactics on the next go round. Right. And I really appreciate your honesty, um, you know, because this this show is all about the transparency and talking about all this stuff that most people don't talk about for whatever reason. But, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And that's exactly, you know, what you're doing right now, you know, explaining and talking to us what's behind that success that you had, because it wasn't overnight. You know, this is right. not something you learned on a weekend. And then by Monday, you were crushing it six figures already. Right. It's about mastering a specific skill set. You see what I mean? And like this thing right here, the phone, it eliminates pretty much all excuses. You see what I mean? It right. doesn't matter if you're going to start an e-commerce business or if you have a consulting company. It does. It, if you know how to write a book, you can build a business around that. If you're, if you, if you're not even, you don't even have to be a best-selling author. If you know how to put a book together get publishing for it or get it on Amazon or get it on the Kindle and just formulate it. Like all it does is, is taking that knowledge and packaging, packaging it up and you bringing value to the next person who wants to, who wants, who wants to learn how to do that. When it comes to making money, all it is is a value exchange. That's what a lot of people don't understand. They think about the actual dollar amount. They don't think about, I think about legacy in the bigger picture. I'm playing the long game. Not the short game anymore. When I was in the streets and in the drug game, I was always playing the short game. What I had to learn was patience. You see what I mean? And that's what a lot of entrepreneurs, people that want to be entrepreneurs, they don't have is patience. Right. You see what I mean? Right. And just and just being able to just 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 being able to get past the what ifs and get past for the get past the failures. Because another thing is People are putting entrepreneurship on a pedestal, especially on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and all that. And entrepreneurship's not for everybody. Everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur. You see what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with being the number one or two in a business or in a company because you can still, still get money, still make money, still make six figures. You see what I mean? But you don't have to deal with all the headache. Like when you talk about being an entrepreneur and a CEO of a company, all I'm doing is putting out fires and dealing with shit. All day fucking long. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not on the I'm not on the beach. I'm not on the beach or all the beaches of the world living that laptop uh, that laptop lifestyle. For one, there's no fucking internet on the beaches of the world. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So trust me, I'm like I, I've tried it. That's, <laughs> but um, it's just 
there's nothing wrong with being a number, number one or two in a business and letting and helping the, the entrepreneur build that business, especially if your end game is just making money. Right. But my, my, I have a, I have a bigger picture. My end game is way bigger and I just love the hustle. I love the grind. I love, I love the grind of the game. And it didn't matter if I made a dime. I just, I just love the process and I trust the process. That's why I win and I make the money in between. See what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's fascinating. I mean, it's, it's such an incredible way to put it that a lot of things that a lot of people don't actually realize it. Um, because you know, social media right now is pushing so hard in our lives and, and honestly, if I pull up my phone right now and I go through my newsfeed, I guarantee at least two or three posts are going to be related to nice cars, nice watches, nice houses. Even wow. even coming from people that are not necessarily successful, but they're selling this image. Right, right. And I see a lot of that with e-commerce, too. And let me go ahead and tell you some fun facts about e-commerce. Because I see this, um, I see that's like, the, especially last year, it was the hot thing, Shopify, yada, 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 was the hot new thing. And people were posting screenshots or posting... $10,000 months, $30,000 months, $100,000 months, a million dollars, whatever, whatever number it is. Now people are really seeing the real deal, especially people who have grown businesses. Let's not even talk seven figures. Let's talk just low six figures. That's not all profit, people. Okay? Like when you look at the e-commerce industry, you're only looking at a 30% net profit. Okay? So if some, if, if you're making 10, if you want to make $10,000 you need to talk about, do you want that to be top line revenue or profit? You see what I mean? Because there's a huge difference. And at the e at the e-commerce level, you want to break, be able to break it down in thirds. 33.5% or whatever it is is going to be your profit. 33.5% is going to be your product and inventory cost. 33.5% is going to be your um, infrastructure with, um, with um, marketing and employees and all that. If you get those realistic numbers and make it about that, you can win, but don't think you're going to have these $50,000 days. A lot of people, you don't know if they spent $65,000 to make $50,000 or they spent $10,000 to make $50,000. You see what I mean? Right. I can say, like, me and my business partner, we run a successful, profitable e-commerce company. business, And that's what we teach and show other people. We're, we're, we're not teaching or showing you or uh, even running the same type of business model of just what I call slinging products up the trunk of the car or running like these general stores at the next hot product. It's really about building a brand, right. being able to have equity. You see what I mean? Right. Being able to buy other brands, especially if you are the X factor with growing and scaling e-commerce companies. If you know how to build, grow and scale businesses, especially like me and here's like my blueprint now, I'm not going to start another e-commerce store. I'm going to look to see what's in the marketplace, the different industries I want to go in, and I'll buy and acquire other e-commerce stores that aren't doing anything because I know how to build own scale businesses. And then I may have four or five e-commerce stores in different niches that I may sell for seven, eight-figure exit or two to three, four, ten-time multiple or whatever it's doing. See what I mean? So I have a bigger picture for what I want to do on the e-commerce space and consulting, and it's just not making money. I want to, I want to build, grow, scale businesses. I want to buy businesses. I want to flip businesses. You know what I mean? So I have a bigger picture for what I want to do. And like I said, it's just, there's a lot of bullshit that happens in between that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Like merchant companies, PayPal holding your money, like product inventory, like how, how do we ship? How do we offer two and three day and next day shipping when we're still getting products from China? <laughs> right. Right. So, 
it's, it's just a lot of stuff. But like for your audience, if um, your audience has specific stuff or you have specific questions, whether it's about e-commerce or building, growing, scaling businesses, or just whatever, just let me know. I don't mind giving the nittiest or grittiest details, the, the down, <laughs> the, the ugly about e-commerce or the ugly about consulting or working with brands, or I'll give you the, like the great stuff. But I think a lot of people talk all about the great shit, which there is a downside to other stuff that happens when you're running a business. But at the end of the day, it's just really about your mindset, getting past the fail failures, and realizing what you're good at. Having a ton of self aware, a lot of self awareness, um, and I think a lot of people think they're built to be entrepreneurs when they're great salespeople, and they can go work for XYZ company and make six, seven figures on their sales sales team, but don't have to deal with the fires all day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Totally true. I mean, I, I completely agree. And I appreciate you opening to the fact that, you know, because a lot of our audience right now, I mean, a lot of, of men that are listening to us right now, they are, you know, they either have a job and they're trying to build their side hustle or they, they want to quit their job. They want to go entrepreneur, but sometimes it's, it's, it's hard, right? It's hard. So a lot of people that are listening to us are looking for that inspiration and those tips. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Well, let me tell let me tell let me tell you this, like for me, when I, I keep talking about the bigger picture, it wasn't about the money. It was, I, I wanted to build a business only around a few things. Being able to take my, take my kids to school, pick them up from school, go to every event that's during the day at school, and go to all the extracurricular activities. And if they're sick, I don't have to call out for anywhere. You see what I'm saying? That's what I wanted to build. It didn't even have to be internet marketing or e-commerce because I was involved in a whole bunch of other failures related to the internet prior to e-commerce, but I knew the lifestyle that I wanted. I needed a business that catered to my kids and my wife and my family. You see what I mean? Right. And um, back in two, two, two years ago, a perfect, perfect example. Um, our youngest daughter, she got cancer. She got leukemia. You see what I mean? And we're in the hospital like straight for like 62, 63 days or something like that. But my business kept going. I didn't have to get a doctor's excuse. I didn't have to worry about not having a job. Matter of fact, my wife was working at the time. And she she left her job. It was no question. You see what I'm saying? Um, but it's just being able to position myself in that. And I didn't have a million dollar business then. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But I just I, I I had a business that I was doing well in. It was it, it was still internet. You see what I'm saying? Consulting stuff like that. But it was just being able to have that flexibility. And for the people that are already working that want to do this entrepreneur thing or want to supplement their, their income now with the entrepreneur type income or even add something to it, um, you need to, a couple of things. I, don't quit your job to go into your, your passion project, okay? Because your passion project may not make you any money, all right? Um, so have stability first, have a savings, have cash flow coming in. So many people are like, just jump and do it. No, you need to be very fucking strategic. <laughs> You're going to do that shit. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if you have a family, you have kids and stuff like that. So one, don't quit your job. If you're working a nine to five, spend time with your kids, seven to one, seven to two, build your business, build your dream. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's what you do. Um, another thing is, um, skill set. If you don't have a skill set, figure out a skill set and start mastering it. 
You see what I mean? It doesn't matter if it's marketing. It doesn't matter if it's sales. It doesn't matter whatever it is. Just figure out something and start just laser focusing on that because whatever you laser focusing and you can master, there's probably somebody you can bring value to in another space that will pay you for that skill set. Right. So all these get rich quick, get rich quick systems and stuff like that, like that's bullshit. Figure out something that you can bring value to, to somebody else, whether you're selling candles, it doesn't matter. There's a value prop somewhere in this world. Don't try to create anything. Don't try to invent anything. Look at the marketplace. Look what people want. Look what's already selling. Selling. See what the gaps are there. See what the problems people are having. Fix those and then go to the marketplace and tackle it. You see what I mean? Right. Because that's if you can solve a problem for somebody in whatever industry or niche it's in, you can make you some money. You see what I mean? Right. Then do that. Figure out how you can, if, if, if you bring home three, three let's say $4,000 a month working a nine to five, let's say you bring home 4K, figure out how you can turn a side hustle and make $2,500 extra a month from seven to two. You see what I'm saying? Right. I don't care if you're going to... Um, to Ross's or secondhand stores and buying something and flipping it on Amazon or eBay. You see what I mean? Like, I like doing that. I still do that just because I can <laughs> and I teach it to my kids. Like, I just love the hustle. Like, one of my goals this year is to make like 20K just through flipping stuff on Amazon and eBay with my kids. You see what I mean? Nice. And just use the phone. And we're just going to document the whole process just to have fun. You see what I mean? Right. And it's just so, like, and it's all the phone. The phone eliminates just eliminates it all. Um, and something else, if you want, if you want to go like build your own business, or if you don't know what you what you want to do, try to go into something that you have an edge. You see what I mean? Even if you don't have an edge, find a mentor, and that's the key. So many people want to do it by themselves. The reason I was able to do it and bridge this gap so quickly over these few years is because I paid to play. And I'm just keeping it real. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if it's, if, if, if it's a scam. I don't know if I'll do this. That's the wrong mindset. You're still working from a job mentality. See what I'm saying? Right, right. Switch and tweak your mindset because that's the, that's what's been able to fast track me. I, I invested in mentorships. I invested in masterminds. And I invested in relationships. And the biggest thing, I invest, invested in myself. And a lot of people say that, invest in yourself, but they don't get specific about what you're supposed to do. Like, if you want to learn how to run Facebook ads for local businesses, buy a Facebook ads course, okay? There's two ways to do it. Either go on YouTube, and pretty much everything you're going to get in that course, you can find on 19, 24, 36 hours on YouTube. I'm just going to keep it real. Mm -hmm. But they're condensing, condensing, condensing it for you. But then you can, whoever you bought that course from, you can ask them questions. You see what I mean? Right, right. So many people want to know the how-tos. The how-tos you can get on Google. It's why was this person able to have this success in the space? If if somebody if you buy a Facebook ads course, it's the Facebook ad experts are the ones who know how to set up all the little shiny buttons, how to do this, how to do that. I'm not a Facebook ads expert. I'm not an Instagram ads expert, but I know how to sell stuff with Facebook ads. You see what I'm saying? I know how to sell stuff with Instagram ads. I know how to market to the culture of whatever industry. You see what I mean? Right. It's just really getting, get, getting, getting that skill set and just working on it and asking the right questions. Don't ask the how-tos. Ask, why did you do this? What was your mindset and your methodology behind you setting up a phone like this or saying X, Y, Z in an ad? How to set up an ad, you can get it from YouTube. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. But psychology behind how is how I'm able to build and scale multiple businesses, not even just mine. Like this past year, I've scaled two other businesses from zero to a million plus dollars that I consulted for. Right. You see what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's more about the um, why asking somebody, why do they think the way they do opposed to why the how to do X, Y, Z. Nice. Yeah. And I appreciate the tips. I mean, definitely um, probably going to replay this and listen to it again to apply. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I want to I want to continue a little bit about your story and look more into your hustle part of your life. How would you compare like a Monday now versus a Monday 10 years ago? What is that in your life? How does it look like? OK, a Monday now compared to a Monday 10 years ago, a Monday 10 years ago. Um, I would probably be, or let's talk about Saturday since it's okay. Saturday. Okay. <laughs> I would be in my office doing all this work type stuff i would probably be at the mall getting ready to go out tonight to the club to spend about a thousand or so dollars you see what i'm saying <laughs> to spend spend 500 to a thousand dollars with outfits and just whatever hanging out with ladies and just whatever um so that's changed okay so instead of spending money on liabilities like extra money that i have I invest most, like most of my money goes back into the business. You see what I'm saying? Or it goes back, back into buying. Um, I have a, I have notepads where I write questions down on stuff that I need to know. And I fast track my learning curve by finding the best in the industry to teach on that. And I may go buy a course that they have. You see what I'm saying? Mondays. Um, and weekends are just pretty much parties. You see what I mean? But now weekends are pretty much um just Saturdays Saturdays are taking everything in now and spending time with family and doing whatever we want to do, working on little stuff day to day um, on a Saturday. But Sunday's pretty much planning for the next week. But when it comes to Mondays, it's just it's more it's more focused driven on getting X, Y, Z results that I've already wrote down on a daily and weekly basis so I can get the end game results on what I want in 90 days. You see what I mean? Right. So when it when 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 it comes when it comes to Monday, it's just more about just just fucking hitting it head on, man. Knowing Sunday, knowing Sunday on what I already need to get done, what I need to do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and at least Thursday and Friday. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when it, comes, when it comes to Monday, I'm just hitting it head on, dropping dropping kids off at school Monday morning, coming back, starting to grind eight thirty nine o'clock working in the office, picking kids from school up that afternoon, going to basketball practice, eating dinner, maybe working with some clients after that if I have something scheduled. But pretty much um, that's what it is now. Now, when I was building this business, okay, because there's a big gap 10 years till now. Right. Like I was in party mode way 10 years ago. Now, let's close that gap to like the last three to four years. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't like, like it is now. Saturdays weren't spending time with family Saturdays was grinding you see what I mean because you have to keep in mind like I was I've not been working working a job my full-time thing was making money on the internet so we're talking 18 hour days so do I work 18 hour days now no okay because I I'm more about steering the ship opposed to working inside the ship I've learned how to build team systems and processes now but 
the two, three years leading, four years leading up to this, it was nothing but grinding. If I would have had a job nine to five, when I got off work at five or six, I'll be grinding from seven to two, but I didn't. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm grinding on learning. My last two or three years was like consuming content, implementing content, meeting people, building relationships, learning shit. You see what I'm saying? But so many people get caught up in the content consumption. They don't execute. You got to be able to execute on shit too. So if you learn something, try it out, do it. You see what I mean? Right. I want to go down the teaching path as far as consulting with people and teaching people how you do it, because I mean, you can learn something and then you can teach it to somebody else. You see what I mean? If you want to go down the educational path, if you want to grow an e-commerce business, learn what it takes to find a product, get logistics in place, get a um, get fulfillment in the U.S. or China. You see what I mean? But right. the last two or three years was like 18 hours hard, very little time with the family um, and just trying to figure it out. But that's the sacrifice I had to take. That's the fat sacrifice I had to make as well because I had the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be like, oh, I need to when, when when you're trying to build a business, it's not going to happen on a nine to five weekends off. Basically, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Right. Even I'm, I'm, I'm working till like six or six or seven and it's like almost three now. But it's just when starting out, you need to have if you're married, if you're in a relationship, you need to have great communication with your spouse or kids and be like, hey. Like, this is the end goal over here. But this, these 12 and 18 hours, this is what I need to do for a short amount of time to get XYZ result. You see what I mean? Right. And it may suck at first, but as long as the communication's good and get your mindsets in the right place, I mean, it's all about it's all about pushing forward and making it happen. Even if you fail, there's going to be a ton of failures. I failed at a bunch of shit before I got to where I'm at now. But I got back up. I learned from those mistakes, even from when I was in jail. I made mistakes I made there. And like, I just, I just learned from everything that's came up and I kept pushing forward. But like I said, a lot of it had to do with my mindset. A lot of it had to know that I had a, I had a, I had a bigger vision. I had a, every, I just, I was just playing for the long-term game instead of the short-term game now. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And I mean, you, you, I know you've come a long way and I want to hear What do you think is the one secret to your success to get that got you where you are right now? What is that one thing that you think that we should all know and be aware of? That that one thing. Let me see. That one thing that got me to where I'm at is self awareness. Okay. When I say that, it's knowing exactly what you're what what you're good at. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's not trick that I learned with Facebook. It's not any 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 relationship that i had it's um it's just being knowing figuring looking at myself in the mirror and figuring out exactly what i'm good at exactly what i suck at what i suck at i, I hired at hire it out i outsource it and i find the best people I, I hire the best people the a and b students that i went to school with <laughs> that's good at the shit i suck at i bring them on my team and i just focus on what i'm good at and i just i just build off of that so the best thing i say is just self-awareness man because a lot of people think they're 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 the salesperson, but really they're a logistics person you see what i mean right or a marketing person because i have i have i have somebody that works on my team now that was a past client okay they paid me to help them scale their business but they're they're not an entrepreneur you see what I mean? They're better 
one, two, or three inside of the organization that we have. You see what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that because he gets the luxuries of talking with me, my business partner on the day-to-day, seeing the behind-the-scenes shit stuff that we have and working on whatever his his side hustle, what used to be his main hustle, but now he gets paid. You see what I mean? Yeah. And he just, he just worked. And the reason it's like that is because I saw something in him that was very, very good. He was going an, over here to left field because the e-commerce and everything, he was going to the hot new product, the hot new thing, like um, shiny object, object sy- syndrome. But he had he has skill sets as, as far as coding, as far as video production type skill sets, as far as running stuff day to day. And I saw a better fit for not only our business and for him as well, so he can excel in certain stuff, get paid at the same time, make great money. Um, so, and I, and I had the same conversation about him and he understood it. He put his ego aside. A lot of people just focusing in and want to, because they see XYZ person over here doing this, they want to go do that too. But that may not be the best fit for you. You may not, like if I, I have a very, I'm very blunt with people and if, if I see you fucking up, I'm just going to tell you, like, there's no reason for me to tell you you're going to end up great. And if you just keep working at this, this is going to work for you. No, you just may, you just may suck. (laughs) You really got to be good enough to win. Yeah. Like I'm an entrepreneur, but at the same time, I'm good enough to win because I've worked on a skill set, but it didn't start off like that. But I knew I was very self-aware about what I wanted, what I, where, where I needed to go and what it would take to get there. And then what I did not have, I went out and found it. And I brought people in the picture to complement my weaknesses. Now I have a full machine that's running and I've been able to build a million dollar business for 32 and multi-million dollar business by 33. Wow. Wow. Definitely. Yeah, I know. I agree with you on everything that you said. And and I really appreciate you sharing everything with us. And I want to change gears a little bit here talking about your story and move to what I like to call the hustle round where we're going to play this. Yeah. We're going to play this word game. I'm going to throw a word at you. The first word that comes to mind is the one that you're going to say out loud and, okay. and you don't have, yeah, you don't have to hold back. So just whatever comes to mind, say it out loud. Any word. I can just be like, yeah. Say it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You ready? Already. Hustle. Me. Employee. Me. Not me. Boss. Mentality. College. Fuck that. Fear. Get rid of it. Weakness. Weakness. I'll get stuck on that one. Um, (laughs) Strengths. Strengths. I'm I'm not having done a hustle round before. (laughs) Um, strengths, relationships, motivation, family, books, think and grow rich, Napoleon Byers, the baddest business consultant you can bring on your team. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. You got me with that lightning (laughs) right. That's, that's the purpose of it. You know, getting, getting people out of the comfort zone. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like it though. Awesome. So just to finalize here this show and to everybody that is listening to us right now, 
again, I, I share with you a little bit about our audience and, you know, it's it's people that are looking for the inspiration or the motivation to keep pushing during the during the grind right now. They're in the hustle. They're working their nine to five, but they want they want to grow a side hustle, start a side hustle. What would you say to them to inspire them to keep pushing and to keep hustling? Don't listen to the haters. Don't listen to the naysayers. Just just do you. And just if you fail, just just get back up. No business book um, is going to teach you how to be an entrepreneur or build a build a business. Just you just got to get in the fire and just make shit happen. At the end of the day, that's what I'll tell you. Be super self aware. Know what you want. Know what you're good at. And what you're not good at. Go find other people and bring on your team and make it happen. Like I don't care what industry it's in. Like I'm in an industry that's a billion dollar industry. A billion, they make a, over a billion dollars a year. I looked at that industry. I said, let me just carve out 1% or even less, less than 1% of the industry. I bet you I can make a million dollars. And that's what happened. See what I mean? But even with all the hiccups, like I didn't quit. Like fail hard, fail fast, pick yourself up, look what, what, what went wrong, and just keep moving forward. But definitely don't listen to, to the haters, the naysayers, people who are telling you, hey, this shit won't work. It may not work. Fuck that, do you, and make it happen. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Such inspiration words. And before we leave, I mean, I would like to, for the audience, all the hustlers that are listening to us, how can they connect with you if they have questions or looking for a business consultant, they need help, or any type of, of material that you have out there, how can they connect with you and how can they find you? A couple of different ways. You can hit me up on Instagram, Napoleon Byers. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Napoleon Byers, both my personal page and fan page. You can go to napoleonbuyers.com, okay? And once you go to napoleonbuyers.com, just put in your information, and we'll send you to our, I'll send you to our private Facebook group. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a consultant, if you want to learn how to do e-commerce. Like, I have a ton of free content in there. And, like, I work with people. I do lives. I don't have any paid courses or anything out there like that. So if you want to get access to, to me, my business partner, our, our, our team, definitely go to napoleonbuyers.com. We'll get you inside of our Facebook group. We'll give you all our, pretty much our free content and the course structure we have laid out inside of there is what you're going to pay $9.97, $19.97 for any other guru. See what I mean? So my thing is just giving you the content for free and just bringing as much value as I can to, to, to people who just want to make it happen, just entrepreneurs who want to make it happen. Because I know when I got started, I didn't have that. So that's another thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to look at what I didn't have when I got, first got into this industry and got to this game and really um, bring that to the table for everybody else. You see what I mean? So and make, just, and just, pretty much, just pretty much bring value to people's lives. Because so many people out here searching for different things on the, online or even if it's an offline business. If you have an offline business you want to start, hey, great. The end of the day you got to learn how to market that business see what i mean how can you put your business or brand in front of the people who's 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 interested in your product doesn't matter if it's snapchat instagram or facebook google i definitely can show you how to help help you do that and build grow and scale your business so definitely check out napoleonbuyers.com any social media sites and we'll get you into a private facebook group and we'll just go ahead and go ahead and chat. How I'll just help you out in whatever you need to do, whatever you need to know. Awesome, man. You know, again, thank you so very much for being here with us, sharing your story, sharing some of your tactics that I know are very valuable. 
And just for all the motivation that you've given us today, again, you know, I think it's going to be a very valuable episode because even I think I need to replay this episode and watch it again and see what I learned on the second time. <laughs> so... That's dope. I appreciate it. I'm glad you like the content and just uh, everything was just just off the head. That's what I'm feeling, my man. And just just my story and what it is in the short version. So, and um, I'm just I'm just excited. I'm excited about life. I'm just excited to be able to build, grow, scale businesses, do what I want to, get paid for it, and just being able to just make it happen, man. At the end of the day, I get a high off the game. I get a high off the hustle. I get a high off of just the process. Whether I'm making money or not, I was just built to do this. Awesome. And to every hustler that is listening to us right now, thank you so very much for tuning in on today's episode. I'll make sure that we link um, Napoleon's social media links and the website at thehustleshow.co slash THS42. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you hit that subscribe button right now. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.